Hey everyone, this is Leela Sinha. Welcome to Power Pivot, the podcast version two. This is where we talk about business, leadership, ethics, community, and the way it all fits together. I'm glad you're here. If there is a recurring theme to what I have to say, it is that people are not disposable. People are not disposable. You would think this would be obvious. You would think. But people are not disposable. People are not commodities. People are nothing but people. Complex, confusing, deep, brilliant, rich, sometimes horrible. People. And because people are not disposable... And that's the end of the sentence. People are not disposable in our work either. People are not disposable in our businesses. People are not disposable in our relationships, in our networking relationships, in our personal relationships, in our leadership relationships. People are not disposable. And what does that look like when it comes to things like profit margins and investors? It it means that we have to make our shapes of our businesses different. We have to shape our businesses differently because there was somehow this moment somewhere way back in history where some people, some people became classed as disposable incorrectly. People were misfiled under unimportant or under expendable. You could use up people. There were plenty of them. There would be more. But what we are learning is that not only can't you use up people, you can't use up anything. I mean, you can, but it's a terrible idea. It has thrown our entire planet out of balance. It has thrown our entire selves out of balance. It has thrown our hearts and our minds and our spirits and our relationships to each other and to this world we live in, out of balance. And when we are out of balance, we are tippy. We are turny. We are not very clear about what we're doing or where we're going or how we're going to get there or what's going to happen when we run out of whatever it is we're using up. And so we are finally, finally learning again. Learning again. That everything is not disposable. When we ourselves are disposed of, it is better for us to decompose, to go back to the earth, to be burned, to go back to the fire. It is better for us to go back to our component parts and be again a part of the soup that creates the component parts for other things. And it's not just us, it's everything. And when we irreparably transform something so that it cannot go back to its original bits, that's when we get plastic, that's when we get microplastics in our food, in our fish, in our water. That's when we get trouble. That's when we get holes in the ozone layer. That's when we get pollution. That's when we get problems. 
But even when we're not causing permanent changes, we can't just keep using things up. When we find what feels like abundance, we have to treat it like it's sacred so that it keeps being abundant. And that is everywhere. That is in the stuff that we use. That is in the stuff that we use. It is in the people that we interact with. If somebody seems to have abundant energy, revel in it. Use it well and give it time to replenish. If somebody seems to have infinite patience, revel in it. Rely on it. And give it time to replenish. Do not be constantly trying the patience of an expansive. Do not be constantly pushing the limits of an intensive because that too is a resource that can be used up and people are not disposable and their internal resources are not actually infinite. Everything can replenish over time. The earth is designed for healing itself as a complete system. In that complete system, humanity is actually relatively irrelevant. Our companies are systems. They are, hopefully, we try, we want to design them to be self-sustaining. We want to design them to be self-replenishing, to be self-healing. But the catch with human systems is that if you embed in them a knife, they will keep cutting themselves over and over and over again without realizing what's happening. And so it is absolutely critical that when we notice that there's a tweak, that there's a gear rubbing against another gear, that there's a a systemic problem, there's a, a leak of energy or respect, that we actively engage the process of repairing that as soon as humanly possible. And that doesn't mean you keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. It means we do it right now. Because when we do it right now, we prevent the wound from getting deeper or repeated and repeated and becoming a thing that the system itself arranges itself around and flinches back from. Taking the time to repair and support your system which is your company, which is your livelihood, is never a waste of time. It is never inappropriate to stop and fix it. Yes, you could complete the marathon running on a broken leg, but what then? And yes, you might need to disappoint a client because you have to stop and repair some damage before you can move on. If your clients can't withstand that disappointment, they might not be the right clients for you. We must teach the world by our behavior, by our limits, by our standards, by our grace toward one another, toward ourselves and toward them, that something is possible that has that much grace that something is possible that has that much healing, that something is possible that can transform us and them and the world into a better way of being. We are doing this because we believe in a different kind of world than the one we live in. 
And we are doing this because we cannot bear to live in that other world without trying to change it. And we are doing this because we know that we can change at least our own microcosm. That is the point. That is why we are doing it our way and not someone else's way on someone else's paycheck with someone else's lack of having to worry about all of the other things that go into running a business. We took this on because we knew that something different, something better was possible. So what is the point if we are not actually going to make something different, something better happen. And that means we have agreements with our clients that say, listen, unless it's X, Y, or Z, we might have to adjust the schedule. This is so that we can have a humane relationship with you, with ourselves, and with our organization, so that we can preserve the strength and the wisdom and the creativity and the beauty of this organization so that it can continue to serve you and move into serving you even better than it used to. That is what our client agreements need to be. That is what our customer agreements need to be. We have stopped everything so we can fix this, or we have stopped this little portion of everything so that we can fix this, so that we can be healed, so that we can be stronger. Yes, of course, if we can do both at the same time, we do. But if we can't, if we have to change something, everybody in the system knows it, and everybody in the system works with it. And the beauty of everybody in the system being engaged in this agreement, this new way of being from the beginning is, A, you won't work with people who aren't willing to have that happen. Because that is literally part of what they are doing when they hire you is they are participating in making a new world. And B, when it needs to happen, it can happen. You cannot and will not have to say, I'm sorry, you just have to push through. I know it's brutal. If brutal is the word, then it's time to stop. It's time to fix something. It's time to take a break. It's time to take a rest. It's time to reorganize. It's time to make space. There's an organization that runs a thing called Yes Jams, and one of the extraordinary things about that experience for me was being in a space where if something happened, if somebody had a feeling, if somebody had a need, in a circle of 30 people, the agenda went out the window. Yes, we had stuff we wanted to do, but that was less important than using the tools that we were learning in that moment to be in that space together, to be in relationship together. The relationship was absolutely the primary thing in the room. And that was how we agreed to be with each other. And so that's how we were with each other. And even though I grew up deeply engaged in religious community. That was the first time that I had been in a community where the relationship was truly the most important thing in the room. Capitalism and colonialism are everywhere. 
the idea that humans are expendable, that somehow the human need is less important than other things, is everywhere. And because we are fundamentally oriented toward ourselves, that means that the idea that the living need is less important than other things is everywhere. Humans are not expendable. Humans are not disposable. Neither are trees. Neither are prairie grasses. Neither are earthworms. Neither are pill bugs. Neither are wasps. The idea that we are all community is so big and so revolutionary that we have to start small. We have to start much less than everything because we have to stretch our brains gently enough that they will adjust and not rent themselves. And so if we are not going to tear our brains in the effort of expanding them, we have to start with our companies. We have to start with people. Because these are things that we can sort of understand. People are not expendable or disposable. People are not a resource to use up and spit out. People are not stepping stones on your way to funding or an exit. People are people. People are an integral part of everything that you do, of everything that we do. And because of that, we need to design everything differently. This has been Power Pivot, the podcast. I'm your host, Leela Sinha. Thank you for listening. I offer gratitude for the earth and sky and the support and care of many who cross my path. Our post-production assistance is provided by William Jameson, and you can find him at jamesonav.net. You can find more of me and my work, including leadership consulting and keynotes, at intensiveinstitute.com.